The Card Counter, which is the latest from writer-director Paul Schrader, revisiting sort of familiar themes of lonely men facing damnation or possibly salvation. So Oscar Isaac is William Tell, Tillich, because he's William Tell. Um, He's the card player. He, He has a haunted past. He travels from town to town, staying under the radar. Small wins, no fuss. He has rituals. When he arrives in a motel, he covers everything in the motel with sheets and then ties it all up with strings. So that partly it seems at first that is he protecting himself from the motel, but no, that he's clearly what he's trying to do is to leave no trace. Everything is kind of completely, you know, sort of uh, uh, isolated. Uh, he pays in cash. Uh, he just keeps it under the radar. Uh, he goes to a security conference, which he gate crashes in a in a hotel where there's a casino, and he sees a bit of a lecture by uh, Major John Gordo, played by Willem Dafoe, and then he meets this disillusioned youngster, played by Ty Sheridan, who gives him his card, and says, "You know who that guy is, and I know who that guy is, and I want to do something about that guy." He then meets Tiffany Haddish's Lalinda, who he's met before, who runs a stable of gamblers, and to join the stable of gamblers, you basically you have access to to backers. So the stakes are higher, but he doesn't want to do it, but there may be a reason for him to do it. Here's a clip. What's your name again? William Tell. I've watched you play poker, and I wonder why you play at such low stakes. You're a crackerjack. I keep to modest goals. Well, there's no reason for that. You need someone to stake you, an MTT, make seven million to pay out. That's what you do, you, you run a stable. I'm always looking for a good thoroughbred. Mm-hmm. I can get someone to back you 100% on my word. I prefer to work under the radar. I thought you were a gambler. So there is, however, going to be a point in which he realises that he may not want to work under the radar just this once because there is a possibility of him doing something that might give him some kind of closure or some kind of redemption with the past which haunts him. And whilst we watch the film, there are flashbacks to Abu Ghraib and visions of torture and visions of horror. And this is all clearly the past that he's carrying around with him. Um, So much of Paul Schrader is to do with revisiting themes. And, you know, I mean, hey, if you have, if, if, if these things obsess you and you write and direct well about them, then fine. So he wrote Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, obviously Card Counter revisits riffs from American Gigolo and, and Light Sleeper, albeit without the, the kind of the mainstream gloss of American Gigolo or, for my money, the haunting power of, of Light Sleeper. It's, at times, it's a little bit like Paul Schrader's hits on 45. Remember those hits on 45 thing in which there'd be like a disco song that would have 20 famous disco songs in it, but they're all played out around about the same beat. Stars on 45. Stars on 45. Yeah. Keep on burning in your mind. But we can work it out. Remember, twist and shout. That's the one. That's the bunny. Okay. Um, that said, the film looks great. It's uh, the cinematographer is Alex Dinan or Dinan, um, who shot After Love, and is a, a very good cinematographer. And he makes makes these sort of these casinos and these faceless uh, motels and hotels actually kind of they have a kind of crepuscular glow to them. So the whole film has a slightly vampiric. What, air is a, about. what is a crepuscular glow? It's some crepuscular is that thing between night and day, isn't it? It's when it's in the in the at least I believe that's what it means. It means in the kind of in the shadowy, you know, into. I like it. Okay, um, there's a lot of talk about the philosophy of card playing, <clears throat> which really is actually a talk about the philosophy of male rituals 
and masculinity. So I think it's it's good, solid trade. I mean, nobody does this, you know, angsty, male guilt, ritualistic, solipsistic stuff better than Schrader. Also, Schrader's back catalogue recently has been very erratic. On the one hand, we've had, you know, First Reform, which is absolutely great. On the other hand, we've had The Canyons, which was terrible. And then there was Dog Eat Dog, which I think even some people went, that Schrader. So it's, it's a good modern Schrader, but it's not doing anything that Schrader hasn't done before or won't do again. But hey, he's Schrader. This is what he does.